If you like this podcast, please support it. Go to patreon.com slash witchpolice and help us improve the show. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com. Radio. I'm your host Sam, and I'm here with uh, all four members of Silence Kid. So thanks, thanks for having me. Um, this is, uh, you know, depending on who I'm interviewing, sometimes it's you know one member of the band or two members of the band. But it's always good to have the whole group here. Uh, it makes it a little crazy for listening because there's so many voices. But uh, the best way to solve that is if everyone can just kind of go around the, the table here and identify who they are and what instrument they play. And we'll. Okay, uh, I guess I'll kick off. James, I play bass. Okay. I'm Mel. I sing and I play guitar. Cool. I'm Mike, and I'm the drummer. I'm Natalie. I play guitar, and sometimes I'll sing, too. Cool. Awesome. Okay, well, yeah, thanks for having me here. Um, I guess, uh, like, the first things first is we should probably start with your, your release show that's happening uh, very soon. So, um, does someone want to just give me some background on the, on the album, and then we can, on, on the release itself, and then we can go from there? I'm sure who uh, is the best <laughs> sure. person for the matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we all, we all like to, to speak yeah. our little parts. We all like to do everything together. Well, it's good. It's more fun that Probably way. why you have them here. Yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted it all together. Yeah, um, yeah April 21st, Handsome Daughter. Okay. Uh, Tusk and Space Butt are openers. Uh, we wanted to do something uh, fun, so we wanted to invite some you know friends to do fun it. Bands, We're good yeah. friends with both those bands, all the people in them, and of course they play great music. Um, yeah, uh, we're pre-selling tickets for them. Um, we've got a pretty good bunch sold already. There may be some kicking around. Okay. Uh, still, just send us a message. We'll, we'll find mm-hmm. some. We'll find some way to get you in there. That's no problem. Um, yeah. When did we start recording? November? It's been a while. It's, it's been November, a while. I think, okay. we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just started, you know, to drum tracks. Uh, we went over to um, what I've now heard is the defunct Tranquil Productions. Okay. Apparently, they got forced to had to leave their building. But, uh, not because of you guys. No, not because of us. No, <laughs> not because of us. Um, but yeah, uh, we got so we got drums done there, uh, and then we tracked one um, sort of half live off the floor. Cool. Um, oh, it was live before. We didn't do a clip to that, did we? No, we didn't. We redid, kinda, we, sorta, redid kinda, the sorta. guitar. Kind of, sort of. Half live off the floor. Yeah. We'll call it that. Okay. So that's a, that was a fun track to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it was kind of called for because. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's a song that I feel has a lot of energy, and I needed that kind of like live feel to sure, yeah. properly perform the song. I, I scream a lot in that song, and I feel like I can't just like I need that backup of um, live energy to go with it. So we decided to go to Trend Kill. Cool, cool. Yeah, I, I actually have some questions about the live stuff just based on some videos and photos I've seen. Of course, it seems like that's a big element of what you guys do. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But, so th- is this the first release though? I mean, I know I've seen on Bandcamp you have a couple singles, but is this the actual first, uh, you know, substantial? It is our first. Yeah, I, yeah. They like said we had some singles put on Bandcamp, but it's our first like debut EP. Okay. Yeah. And e- and even the songs that are ending up on the record, um, both both singles that we released previously are going to be on the record, but they're actually re-recorded. So okay, they're cool, new cool. versions and. We we like them a lot more. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not to say that the singles are bad. <laughs> hey, wait, you still want people to check those out. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hey, some people may like the, the singles as opposed to the album versions. Sure. Right. No. Teach their own. So how long how long ago were the singles released then? Like how how long have those been kind of sitting out there? July. I, I was in Australia when it happened. I think it was about August. Okay. August. Yeah, somewhere like, around July, there. August. Yeah. And they were both the same, did they both get released at the same time? Or? They okay. did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've been there for a while. I guess. Yeah. We'll have a chance to kind of get familiar with what you sound exactly. like. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we play a heck of a lot too. Right, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say we play too much, but you know what? I don't know I don't if there care. is such. I don't know if there's such. There's no thing, thing, right? There's no. no such thing. There's no such. At least not when you're getting started. You want people right. to, like, yeah, like be familiar with you and who right. you are and what you do. So. But you can't annoy them yet, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how long has it actually been a unit, though? How long is this this band? Uh, whether whether it's this version of the band or, or the band in general. January of last year was okay, our first, so still our first show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this incarnation. Yeah, I mean, no, we're not. I had we've been doing this probably since at least since the beginning of twenty fifteen, maybe a little bit before that. Okay. But I mean, we you went through drummer after drummer. Yeah, what am I number eight? And <laughs> seven. Or Literally eight. seven. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 So it's yeah, and then and then Mike and James came in uh, January of, of of last year, twenty sixteen, and it's just been sort of like full steam ahead since okay. it's like everything's gelled really well and uh very like it was pretty quick pretty quick 
that the four of us seem to like musically get along really well and i mean we get along on a personal yeah. level as well which yeah, is great but yeah no it's just it's it's been it's been really great so after like a year or so of in flux all of a sudden we were like yeah I, I can't even tell you how hard of a time now and i had like getting this band going uh it was it was such a relief once uh we found mike and james for sure because it was hard to find musicians that we gelled with and wanted to do what we like right had the same kind of momentum that we wanted and uh, these guys were on board 100%. So. so was the project with the two of you still the same project? Like the same songs and the same... Some same songs. We've um, retired to you though. Yeah. <laughs> the two singles we released we've had we've been sitting on for quite some time. Okay. Yeah. Though they're a lot different now with the help of uh, James and Mike. They're right. quite different mm-hmm. than what they originally were. But uh, we were a two-piece for a while, yeah. Natalie and I. Um, which is awesome. If you've seen our videos, you know, we're yes. very loud and have quite a... Uh, performance value yeah, to us sure. so being just like an acoustic act was just not satisfying okay what we is that what it was just guitars and like and vocals kind of thing? for a while yeah for quite some time mm-hmm. so how did you how did you guys get joined join up and how did the uh, band expand to four piece mike and i mike and i have been playing music together for a while okay. we've been in probably three or four different bands i think it's been four bands over three years oh and wow. then, yeah then we've known each other for five now almost yeah something like that yeah, we're both we're both transplants. Obviously, if you didn't pick up the accent, he's from Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I moved here from BC five years ago. Okay. So what were the other bands you guys running together? Uh, anybody well, notable that like people would notable? Or? Maybe not. <laughs> um, there's still definitely. If you wanted to check it out, we have yeah. with, with one of the first projects we ever worked on that Mike engineered for us was called Catnip. Okay. Still on Bandcamp. There's three songs I want to say. That that is still there, um, and then another band that uh, was called the Day Traders. Okay, well, yeah, I've heard, heard that name for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we played quite a lot with that, but uh, between those two, and then there's been a few just, other bands that kind of were around in and around that period as well. Right. that we kind of tore. So did this come together basically as two units, like a, a duo and a duo sort of meshing together? Well, it's or? kind of funny. I got a job with James, and I, through him, I kind of knew Mike, but not very well. Okay. And uh, I wrote on Facebook, like, looking for a drummer, and, like, before that happened, James had joined the band, but Mike didn't even know. Okay. So Mike was like, oh, I'll drum for your band. And I was like, okay, well, you're with other bandmates and also on our band now. Yeah. So it kind of, just, just, like, it just, like, works. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It was kind of funny, and then, yeah, we practiced a little bit, and then it was just, yeah, it was just like, well, do you want to make this thing a permanent thing? And I was just like, yeah. It was good, because we had a definite show. I remember when, when we both kind of, we went to that first practice, you guys had a show booked, and there was, a, okay, like, a, a good golden yeah. site, and it was a, okay, we need to learn this, like, was it eight songs, I think, we ate a, yeah. ten songs Some, for the first there. gig, and it was, it was all the originals, and it was, you guys have to learn these and get it, and it was kind of a good way that we are all working on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Had, like, that goal, and... Was it, was the show booked anyway, or was it, like, a trial by fire, where you guys were trying to get them to... To, to I don't remember that one very well. We, that was the it was park, park theater, yeah, but I don't remember settlers, how. And I'm, I don't remember how that show came about, though. That's what I'm like. I remember the was show. Was it one of those rock showcases they do? It was a rock showcase. Oh, yeah. it's a rock the line thing, yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. And one of our friends is organizing it. She asked, "Oh, Silence can't want to do it." And we're like, "We're it's park theater. That's a pretty big gig for it's us." So, venue, we're, yeah. so we're like, well, "Like, let's do it." And then. Like we knew we could pull things together. These guys are mm-hmm. good at what they do. So yeah. it was. Uh, I I I was a guitarist before joining this band, and so it was. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll rent a bass. Sure, I can do that. Gig. <laughs> I, I, I can do this, and uh, yeah, it's, you it's might get a lot of flack for that little sentence of "I was a guitar player." Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, well, sure. <laughs> he always jokes that he's a girl- bass player now. <laughs> he always jokes that his girlfriend, yeah, you were a guitarist, but now you're <laughs> I don't know if that's up or down grading. <laughs> yeah, it depends who you ask. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> definitely less strings. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Yeah, yeah. There are definitely less strings, yeah. Sorry. So were you each familiar with I mean I just I'm just I don't want to dwell too much on the whole no, duos no worries, and duos no, thing, it's but it's an interesting yeah, yeah. way to do it. It's usually people kind of filter into a band slowly one at a time, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kinda of neat that it was were you both familiar each group familiar with each other's music? Like had you the two of you heard their bands before? I don't think they've ever mm-hmm. heard our other Previous no. band. Oh, really? They've, they've never heard I of no yeah. us. Yeah. When I first got to James, he had a show lined up at Day Traders, so a friend of mine and I went to see the show. So I, I, I knew what they were doing. Like, I knew what they, uh, their abilities and what they've done, but I, they've never heard us. So they kind okay. of blindly jumped in. But it's cool. The, song, the songs were the songs were interesting. They're fun. They were different than what we're doing. That was the, that was the main thing. Because that was the, um, when I first moved here, I, I was in a band with a couple other dudes that was like really slow, like doomy grimy okay. kind of thing right yeah, yeah. and i was like yeah this is good this is cool it's going somewhere but you know I, 
as a drummer, you can't stay more than well, more than one band, right? <laughs> well, people try. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it usually doesn't band. happen. Usually, the drummers in like eight different bands, That's true. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, in this case, I'm I'm just playing with Sounds Kit right now. Cool. But, uh, <laughs> um, but I was like, I want to do something else. Then I, you know, I found a punk band because right. I was, you know, I was getting back into into like you know punk and all no effects and all that. And then that's how I ended up meeting James. Okay, okay. And then kind of filtered through that. And then again, this was okay. Well, I'm doing a bunch of punk stuff. It's the you know, it's it's okay. It's good, but it's getting a little bit, you know, a little bit old, a little bit this. But challenging yourself as well as a musician. Yeah. Right. It's uh, this is something like I definitely I've learned a lot of different bands and musical influences from playing with these these guys and uh, yeah it's like challenging yourself a little bit to let's try something else right and still keeping that core this is what i do here as well and I, yeah so how significantly did how significantly did the sound i mean obviously the sound changed from an acoustic thing to a full band but in terms of just uh like was there a big impact when the two of them joined in terms of changing the overall vibe of the band sound of the band sort of thing i think i always want to be loud and punky but not in the same sense that you guys were but you know i always wanted that and with opposite acoustic act you can't quite get that so i feel like they've kind of made that dream realize like they've kind okay. of like give gave me who i want me yeah, yeah. you know they yeah, kind cool. of they brought that that energy up for me um for sure i think started silence kit like we were a four piece okay. at, at first and and it was a complete different sound because of the people involved it right. was just um it was definitely a lot more like indie pop i guess if you will um which is kind of weird because the reason the band was started was to not do that anymore it was to do something <laughs> different so then it kind of like it, it worked itself out Eventually, over time. Right. right. So. so this kind of brings up the question that most people hate answering because it's hard to answer, and I hate asking it. But it's like, wh how, what? How do you define it? Because I mean, I've listened to what I could find on the internet, watched the videos, listened to the singles. I have an idea in my head of what you guys probably 
Well, I don't even know if it's what. Right. But <laughs> I, as a listener, I, th- I know what I think it is. But I want to know what, what. How do you define it? Because it sucks. That question sucks. Because unless you're just strictly a punk band or something, or just strictly a country right. singer, yeah. like it's really hard to, to do. Mm-hmm. And people hate me asking it, but it's like it's a worthwhile question because what do you think it is when you put it out to other people? We throw a lot of genres out there, and it is really hard to kind of like peg it. We throw alt rock, which is like the most vague term. The, what yeah, what does that mean? Like yeah. you, you arcade five. We're not like that, you know. That's yeah. so. And I always throw post punk, but like we're not quite. That's also I, vague. Post punk covers such a wide exactly. range of stuff. For like, sure. Yeah. So to exactly pick a genre, I think is kind of limiting. It's a bit limiting, yeah. and I think yeah, he's there's just really no answer. Right. I mean, what he's going to jump up on my snare. Well, the amount of cats who have interrupted these <laughs> yeah. shows. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've done like 200 of some of these episodes and there's probably at least 50 cats in there. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah. Well, this one's name is Finn. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear... <laughs> but no, yeah, it's, hard, it's, like, it's an impossible question. Right? We, we, we throw things out there um, hoping something will kind of work. I really think it changes on whatever song. <laughs> it changes a lot of times. Because, yeah, we have a large variety of songs. You know, like you won't, you won't watch our show and see the same song ten times in a row. Right. You know, every single... Yeah, I mean, it's the structures are somewhat similar and, of course, there is always a formula, right? Every band falls into a little formula that they yeah. do and that they like and that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, we've, you know, we've got some really thing, riff-based things and then we've got some really melodic vocal-based things and it's, yeah, the mix of the both, of course, so... Soft songs, heavy songs, yeah. Mm-hmm. We always throw throw post whatever out there. <laughs> right, it's right. like, uh, <laughs> I like yeah. the term neo grunge. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah. It, it makes me laugh. I still know that. Grunge is kind of. I was. Th- I mean, I got a very ninety vibe, nineties vibe yes. from what I heard, yes. and that seems like. I, I mean, it's, I think it's pretty clearly what you guys are. That's fair. Yep. Yeah, I think grunge obviously fits into that. <laughs> but yeah, using post or neo in any kind of genre, yeah. it, it really doesn't mean anything. Like everything, yeah. I'm kind of partial to like like neo post or like post post. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I think one of those will probably yeah. Yeah. Post, eventually. Post, yeah. Well, I used to play in a band, and we did not define it similarly. This is like ten years ago. And on a poster, someone called us pre-punk art terror. So that was what we were called. <laughs> that was nice. the genre. That was the yeah, nice. yeah, it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It almost worked the band name, too. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Yeah, yeah. So we would just put that on everything. And people were like, what's that mean? I don't know. Someone yeah. calls us that. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. But So, okay, so so is there anyone that, like, as as the group of the four of you, you kind of all point to as someone you're inspired by or someone that influences you? Just to kind of maybe narrow down the sound a bit more of what, what it is? We're all individually very different okay. what we yeah. like to listen to. But is there anything that you all kind of agree on? Collectively, we do pray to David Bowie before shows. We do, do, yeah. do yeah. pray to David yeah. Bowie. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. And even before his untimely past. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, even yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. But is that the only one, or is everything else super, uh, super stretched into directions? I mean, I... Um, you know, uh, doing a lot of the audio engineering stuff, I, I have to listen to a bunch of different genres. Sure, yeah. Um, but I mean, I listen to everything from like it's mostly hardcore, hardcore punk. That seems what I gravitate, gravitate to to listen to on a daily basis. But you know, I I love the Arkells. I love Hey Rosetta. Um, you know, I listen to some uh, Interpol. Uh, that's in there since Manoa is, you know, that's one of her influences. Interpol, yeah. Whatever. You can different Interpol cover band, actually. Interpol. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we'll touch on that later. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I listened, you know, she was influenced by it, so I was like, okay, I'll listen to it and yeah, yeah. kind of get the vibe that, you know, then figure out some drum groups that they play and kind of be able to vibe a bit better with everybody. I think we like um, bands that don't reflect our band very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a massive Wilco fan. I think we're like the opposite Good. of Wilco. No, I wouldn't peg that as no. a <laughs> And like Natalie loves Angel Olsen, who like we've done a cover of hers before, but you know, we don't sound anything like that as well, but I think we dig what we dig. Right. You know, that kind of goes back to our genre issue. Like it's, we you yeah, know, it's kinda yeah. like mm-hmm. <laughs> I was listening to Steve Vai's Passion and Warfare. I put it on my head, <laughs> and that is nothing like no, it. No, no, it's, it's amazing. I'm like, if you end up having like 20 minute solos in the middle of the songs, that'll be the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, our 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 band name comes from a Pavement song, right? But right. we don't sound anything like Pavement, and I think I'm probably the only one in the band who actually listens to I Pavement listen as well. I listen to the Silence Kit yeah. song just to see what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen to that one as well. Yeah, yeah. I personally like lately. I've been into like uh, Parquet Courts, so okay. I think there might be some some of their influence on on me, but it's still pretty pretty fresh. But I, I mean. Ultimately, my favorite band is Radiohead, so there's Good. probably a little bit of that in there. But Sir, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But then I also grew up listening to a lot of Rage Against the Machine, and I don't have a oh. lot of Tom Morello. I was, I was jamming out to killing the name on the way. <laughs> <here>. Song. <laughs> <laughs> my influences are, are um, 
also a lot to do with stage performance. Like okay. Iggy, someone like Iggy Pop. Right. Yeah. I just like right. like that guy's timeless. Someone who just like goes on stage and you know they give a performance. And same with Alison Mossard of The Kills and Dead Weather. Someone like that, they um, they give it their all, and that's right. that's kind of what I aim to do. Well, that kind of goes maybe back to what I was going to talk about earlier um, that that you mentioned with the live performance aspect. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the videos I've seen, and, and more more so the photos even too. It seems like it's a very physical performance. It I mean, is. especially with you, I guess, because you're yes. out front, but yeah. the rest of them too. Um, I have great drum faces. <laughs> so is that? I. I mean, do you think that that is a uh, part of the appeal, like the, the fact that it's like a very in your face sort of. Uh, I don't know what if aggressive is the right word because it might not fit the music, but all the time. But I mean, physically aggressive, sort of. Uh... I like to be worn out after a show. Right, right. Like I, I love being like physically like exhausted after a show, um, and I like. To me, that that's interesting and fun to me, and I like, and it. That's what captivates me in performers is like you know because right. if you're gonna stand there and you're gonna sing a song, you better be like Neil Young. Like you better like blow me. The song away. has to be incredible, right? Yeah, 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 you, yeah. You be, but you know, otherwise, I want to see you. Working. I want to see it be difficult. Sure, you know, I, I agree. It mm-hmm. sucks to watch someone pay money, pay money to see someone, and they're standing there just like, yeah, yeah. Again, unless they're like mind blowing, right? But right. Mm-hmm. Well, you can be both though too. You, you can be both. Like, yeah. yeah. mind blowing yeah. and put on the ridiculous well, show. And that's yeah. 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 That's probably what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know. Glad, I, glad they pay money for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. Like for me, it's like I I'm definitely not anywhere on Minot's level. That like. Standing next to her, it's like, okay, she's doing her thing, and I'm gonna do mine. But I feel like uh, James always kind of pushes me because oh, yeah. he's always so active, and I always look over. I'm like, oh, oh I need to be more active. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, to like, to like, kind of, to kind of match right. match his level. So it's it's good having. Like I feel like everyone's got a lot of energy, and I feel like I'm probably the lowest energy. Right. But at the same time, I'm like one of those people that loves to mess around with pedals, and so like I feel like that's maybe like my excuse if I. Energy is through yeah. your performance, through your yeah. through your topics. Yeah. If you even have that, what am I going to work off of? Or was so. you know. Yeah. Huh. I like how you guys are uh, explaining it to each other. You're wrong. You actually talk about these things? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. And, well, that, and that again relates kind of to the uh, the '90s grunge sort of thing. Because just looking at some pictures of your band, the thing I was most reminded of is uh, Are you guys familiar with uh, Charles Peterson? He did a lot of the the photos in the early '90s for Sub Pop. A lot of the early okay. like seven inches uh, and stuff. All the black yeah. and white photos of Mudhoney yeah. and everything. Oh, yeah. really and a lot of those white. photos. I mean, those are some of my favorite bands, like Mudhoney mm-hmm. especially. And a lot of those photos are people just kind of lying on the ground on top of each other, microphones and stuff, and like. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what I got. <laughs> yeah. so that was actually yeah. what first made me want to check out your music, honestly, because yeah. I saw some pictures and was like, "Oh, this looks cool." <laughs> like, yeah. This obviously they're putting something into it. Yeah. Yeah. We like, also so love black and white photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love black and white photos. So yeah, that was kind of. I mean, and the bands that got too. I think a lot the reason that I mean they were really good bands but the part of the reason that they sold so well not not, not money wise but like two people is because they had like an aesthetic to just like wow these guys are like you know falling on top of each other <laughs> <Yeah>. what's <laughs> happening here like how, how good can this possibly be if they can't stand up and then yeah. it turned out to be awesome so yeah mm-hmm. I mean is that it, it, are you trying to I'm not trying to suggest you guys are trying to like do an image or something with it yeah. but I mean is that how important is that, that that people see that and kind of have that idea of you that you're like well, this is, this is energy. This is like a full on. I think we want we want people to know though that that live show is much different than recording. Yeah, of course, yeah. You yeah. know, I think um, whatever you listen to our recording, it's not going to necessarily sound like that live. And so, if, if you see our listen to our recordings and uh, you assume we're something, we might not be that. We probably aren't. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think there's a bit of a just juxtaposition between just listening to the singles or just listening to the songs and seeing us live. So I think the yeah. photos kind of maybe. Is it intentional? I don't. I don't, I don't think it's. Wait, is, is there a way? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I think it's just the way all four of us, um, you know, want to present ourselves as musicians. Like we're all we're all there f- for the show and just to see that we're having fun doing this. Right. Like you know, it's it's, you know, sure it's a band. Yes, you know, it's it's a part time job, uh, essentially. Right. We're we're all, you know we're moving moving forward with with everything as a band, um, but we still have fun. And that's sure. the thing. Like we're not you know we're not gonna. We're not faking it. We are actually having fun out there. Well, I would hope so, yeah. You know? <laughs> there are certainly bands that, like, you know, you, they don't look like they're having fun. No, we definitely don't want to be the, uh, I saw the Pretty Reckless. A great band. Love that band. Saw them at the MTS. Their bass player could have had a, like, two feet by two feet. He, he just sat, he just stood there, played his parts perfectly. Yeah. But it, I, I just looked at, at that, my girlfriend, Jen, and I were there, and it's like, doesn't he look like he's just not having a good time? Yeah, and, and just holding it in, kind of. Yeah, yeah. As the bass player, you're watching him, right? As a drummer, I always watch yeah. other drummers, sure, yeah, so yeah. oh, he looks bored, or 
Like, you know, he doesn't look like he's having a good time, but he may be because I know I don't smile very much when I play, but I'm having a great time. I mean, you were saying that the live stuff is, is, is not necessarily what people can hear on the record and vice versa. Is there a way that you channel the type of live energy into the, the recorded stuff that maybe is a little different? Yeah, that's what we do with the, that Chompeloy, one of our uh, songs on the new EP. That's why we did record it live. Okay. Um, but yeah, if when, we, when we don't record live, it is a bit of a challenge. But I think I also like that it doesn't sound exactly like it is live. Sure, yeah, yeah. So it's, people it's, can get a different experience. Yeah, it's a different experience. Uh, recording is a different animal, right? It's a whole different thing. So... Yeah, there's definitely a difference between the two. I mean, it's funny that you spoke up because you're the one who doesn't like recording. So, uh, I, I feel like it's kind of, there's sort of like 
it's like myself, James, and Mike were all like, this is really exciting because yeah, we get to do all the studio stuff. Right. And then I was like, oh, just tell, me when, just tell me when I can sing kind of thing. Yeah. But like, you know, like we've already started talking about what the next recording is going to be okay. like and we want to try a whole bunch of different things. And so, you know, like personally, I'm really excited about that because, you know, it's fun to work on songs in, in that way because it's so different. So you kind of sure. have... You got to work on this for a while, and you got to create something, and then you go on stage, and then you don't. You're not trying to recreate that. You're just trying to create something different, and that's in the moment and within the energy of the crowd and stuff like exactly. that. Which falls back to recording versus live, right? A record's meant to be played over and over again, so you know it needs to sound a little more, a little more perfect. Not always 100 percent right. perfect, because you still have to have some life in it, right? And then uh, you know, and then live. Like, I don't even know if we play half those songs even close to the same. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of maybe that's maybe what you want to do live, though. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Yeah. You want to have it so like a unique experience for the. Yeah, the I know we show. play them faster. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anywhere um, within the local music scene that you think you fit? I mean, are there other bands that you sort of have a kinship with? It's like, oh, these are the bands that we kind of see ourselves. Whether you play a lot of shows with them or not, you kind of place yourselves with. Tusk for sure. Tusk, Those guys. Um, yeah. Soulhounds. Oh, yeah. Um, Trampoline are awesome people. Yeah, it's cool band. Um, what else, guys? Oh, yeah, the Tashiko. Yeah, yes. yeah awesome. Tashiko, yes. Yeah, Tashiko, yeah. They're they're fairly new. They're they're getting going as well. They're fun. Even Madeira, I thought. In Madeira. Yeah, a little heavier, but I think that yeah. they fit. That was, that was a good build playing with them. Mm. It was, yeah. yeah. Oh, was that, yeah, you got to play with Soulhounds too or something? Oh, that was the yeah, New Year's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was an amazing show. Mm -hmm. I will wow. say that when I first started doing events, it was hard to find your place. Yeah. But then we found our people. You kind of like, you kind of realize some people are a bit niche and they're a bit, you know, clicky and a bit, you know, weirdly competitive in that way once you find your people <laughs> once you find your people like well, I think we've, we've started kind yeah. of find our yeah then you're good right because you yeah. know that it's going to be yeah yeah, yeah. For sure. which falls mm -hmm. back to us playing every sh almost you know every show that we can right yeah mm -hmm. and we play with a bunch of different bands mm -hmm. and that's kind of you know booking forward um, you know mm -hmm. we're trying to find some new bands to oh play for with, sure yeah you know? cool, cool. Always. Yeah. Yeah. well that's, that's something that actually comes up on here a lot and I don't know the answer to it I don't think anyone knows the answer to it but I ask people a lot anyway <laughs> is uh, like I haven't played in bands in a while last time I was in a band was about 10 years ago um, when I played in bands more frequently, it was in the late 90s, early 2000s. And at that point, a lot of the bands, all the shows I did would be just the most diverse lineups humanly possible. It would be, you know, a ska band playing with a metal band, playing with a folk singer, playing with a rapper, whatever. And just like this crammed lineup with all different types of stuff. And I don't go to as many shows as I used to as well, but I often wonder if it's, if that exists anymore. Like if, if Winnipeg is sort of more divided into... Here's your niche, you go in this pocket, you guys go over here, metal bands play with metal bands. I know there's a bit of mixing, but do you see a lot of that happening? I know you just uh, said you want to play with different kinds of bands, but do you think you're kind of, this is, uh, whether it's venues or whether it's just what people, what people want to see, is it sort of like more... In, like in general of all the shows, or like what yeah. we want to do as a show? Well, I mean, both? I guess both, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we cross over fairly well with, with some things. Like, we could definitely open it for some heavier acts. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. And then we could probably, you know, we have, again, like we have, we have some softer songs that we can play with uh, with a lighter band, if we want. Usually we right. just be louder. But, do, I mean, at the shows <laughs> but, uh, you do, do you see it all? Is it mainly sort of people who would be relatively similar genre-wise? I know, again, genre's impossible to yeah, describe, yeah. but... <laughs> There's some fairly diverse ones that I've seen, of course, that we, have, that we haven't mm -hmm. played. Um, you know, not counting like Uniter and those kind of yeah, of those course, kind yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I've, I've seen. Uh, well, I guess the punk and metal is kind of close because you get the thrash related, crossover yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. But uh, no, it's, I've, I mean, there's there's a rap and punk thing that happens. There is every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. And it's a weird question. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, I'm no, it's, it's a good question. I'm just curious. It's a good question. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, that is that makes me curious. I, I think for the most part, yeah, we're we're pretty. We play with a lot of bands who are kind of. I feel like it's sort of it's sort of a situation where I hope I don't sound like pretentious or something <laughs> like that, but I do a lot anyway. Um, but, but sort of like we don't sound like a lot of other bands. Like yeah. there's bands that are similar-ish, but um, and so I think like we're kind of like a chameleon band who can okay. kind of fit in where mm -hmm. we need to like you know like we just opened for um, um duotang recently yeah, which is really cool i had them on the show too they're awesome yeah, yeah. Awesome. great guys and then you know we've played shows with like like you said like madeira who's you know they're they're different they're yeah. quite different and um you know we've we've played also well we played with all sorts of different bands and yeah. and i think the fact that like i think one of the 
the main goals, at least that I have, and I think that we all we all adhere to this, is trying to like create songs that don't sound the same, and so that gives us an opportunity to kind of right. flex our muscles. But I don't know, like a, a lot of shows that I, I see are, I w- they're not. The bands aren't all the same, but you know there's similarities. Some some nights and other nights, you're just gonna get like a grab bag of yeah, yeah. of goodness. So. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's just, just good. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're going on tour soon, right? Mm-hmm. What's the is that this the first tour for the band? It's the first the tour. first tour ever for first tour. all four. Of us. Oh really? That's, that's yeah. None of us have ever yeah. stepped yeah. foot outside mm-hmm. of of Winnipeg in a band before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty exciting. It's, that's pretty exciting. Here we have. Oh, sorry, we've been to Brandon. We played in Brandon. We, J- James and I played in Brandon. <laughs> and the band. city of Selkirk. Oh, Selkirk. Yeah, Selkirk. 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 Selkirk, right? That counts out of time. It does, it does, yeah. yeah. No, the merch is awesome. I love the merch. Yeah, yeah. 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 The merch is so much fun. But you should definitely uh, take pride in playing in Selkirk. It yeah, counts. It's, it's, yeah. it's a tour. It's a, it's a town show. As far as I've ever been with a band is Brandon and Portage, and I definitely like, oh, yeah, we played every time. That's two hours. That's fair. That's fair. So, where are you going on the tour, though? Where's this tour? It is. Um, <laughs> Remember, where are we going? Like <laughs> she screwed up one date, guys. Okay, calm down. Yeah. So we have our, the the we included the Winnipeg date because it's a hometown kickoff. Okay. Twenty first, then the following Wednesday, the twenty fifth, uh, we're playing Regina. Twenty sixth. Sorry, thank you, Regina. See, you. Uh, it was a Wednesday though. We would have figured that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah so we play Regina. As long as you guys know when it works. Yeah. <laughs> Um, at Cloud Nine uh, there, and then uh, the following night we're at the Broken City Social Club in okay. uh, Calgary, uh, and then the Friday night we're at Bohemia in Edmonton, and then we make the trek to the Vangelis in Saskatoon. Cool. And then we drive back on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just a quickie, just to get the get the mm-hmm. feet wet. Dip our toes in the exactly. Yeah, just see how it goes. Yeah. Figure yeah. out, make sure we can all handle each other in a van. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's something. Yeah, something you haven't done before. Yeah, so you exactly. Gotta, yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> yeah, all we have is the drive to Selkirk and back together. So, right. I mean, that's that's well, so something. It's a test, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a test. Have you any idea um, what kind of reception you get out there? I mean, have you has the music been? I mean, it's on the internet, so it's available to anybody. But have you heard from anyone in any of those cities like that has maybe checked um, it out or? Any friends or family or other bands you know from there that you can yeah, count I, on for some tickets? Yeah, I've, uh, we've, we've booked uh, two locals for every single show. Oh, nice, okay. So, uh, and they've all been really receptive of our tunes um, in there. You know, we've got some, you know, newer, like similar year, year and a half year old bands and then a couple uh, really well-established bands as well. Cool. Um, actually, one of them were just in here on Saturday, Flow Shine. Those amazing dudes, great players. We're playing with them in Calgary and Edmonton. Okay. We're making the trek to Edmonton with us. Um, and they've got some good traction in Alberta in general. Um, but yeah, what... Um, sorry, I guess I... Tried. It's okay, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Cut that. Edit here. Oh, I'm not uh, Come back. No. <laughs> I, I often like say on well, here. Oh yeah, I'll cut that out, and then yeah. I have to remember like three weeks yeah. later. <laughs> and it almost I, I usually catch it, but I'm not. I'm not this isn't three weeks later. This is the same week. Same week. Same week. We just recorded this. Yeah, two days ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ignore all the posts on social media saying we're going to do today. Uh, I asked Flo Shine. Yeah. I was like, so like, we've not been on tour before. Um, what's like what's an advice you can give me? And he said, pick your battles. So. Like with each other? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'll take that yeah, with me. Especially referring to bathroom breaks. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, the driver's in control, right? So that's you and me. There we go. Yeah. I've got some power. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, 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 that's very exciting. Um, is the album, the, I assume the album's coming out in physical form too? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that's mainly just sell shows kind of deal? or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're mostly digital at the moment. Mm-hmm. Still figuring some of that out. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's another question I like to ask people that people are I, I'll get very different answers because like through the course of doing the show I've talked to people who are kind of at various levels of their music career or like the time they've been doing this and, and it's pretty radically different what people say as far as what format they want to release their music in I mean usually digital is a given because it's just the easiest way to do it right? and it's always uh, available but a lot of people are just completely skipping CDs or just going to cassette or, or just doing vinyl or whatever But so it's like have you thought about how are you going to do it? And CD seemed like the best choice, or what was the uh... CD's economical for us where we right. are right now? Because yeah. vinyl is, while it would be cool to have, is very expensive. It's for a anybody, big outlay yeah, definitely. To do uh, just a short, even just a short run, like for sure, yeah. hundred to five hundred mm-hmm. copies. Yeah. Is, it's it's an outlay, and, and to us as a band right now, we just couldn't afford that. Yeah, and cassette seems to kind of like isolate like. 
four people I know with a tape deck <laughs> right, could right. buy it. I'm one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Mike has a tape deck. Yeah. And, well, that's leather like, right there. Yeah. 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 Like it, it, and then CDs kind of just like it's everyone has access to a CD player as well as right. as, as, as like I say, digital's a, a, a no-brainer, but the CD just seemed. It's, it's economical and it's something that most people can access. Tapes are, it's a weird thing because a lot of people don't have tape decks. I, I saw one and it's mainly because I just never stopped. I didn't want to rebuy all the stuff I had on tape on CD and then on digital, so I still have it. But yeah, I, I've, I've actually had people on here who have released tapes and not actually owned a tape deck themselves. So they can't even listen to their own stuff. Like it's. <laughs> I would do that. I don't currently own a tape deck, but I, uh, I, I have tapes. Yeah. Because they're cool and it's kind of nostalgic to I right. remember as a kid in the car putting tapes yeah, and yeah, listening yeah. to them kind of thing and making mixtapes yep because we did that <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> I, I had a legit like Sony Walkman cassette player when I was a kid probably till I probably used it till I was about like nine and then I got one of those Sony Discmans yeah. and I used that like I graduated a decade ago, so like it's not like that recent, but I use that into grade 12. Everyone had their iPods, and I'm like, no, guys, I'm using my Sony Discman. Nice. <laughs> nice. I was still using a Walkman when I was in college, which was like 2001. <laughs> it was cool. a little bit the other time. Cool. But yeah. I don't know, yeah, it's, it's... Yeah, but no, the CD thing is weird because people don't seem to... I mean, like you know, you said CD is something that everyone seems to have access to. But it, some people don't even have CD, CD yeah, players anymore. True. It's crazy. Like, yeah. Look at Apple getting rid of the yeah, CD. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. A lot of cars don't even have them anymore, apparently. No, my car doesn't. My car's too old. I'm very upset. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess everyone's got phones now, right? So you can just yeah. kind of pull up whatever you want. But anyway, yeah, this is, that's why I, I go off on this stupid topic all the time. <laughs> no, no. It's a fair thing. Because yeah. we've, we've looked into it. Because, uh, of course, in a, you can make your own cassette tapes, mm-hmm. right? So we've, we've looked into that as well. And it, it's, it's fairly economical, but we've kind of just you know if there's extra semester cash lying around maybe we'll yeah, do it right. but it's not I don't think it's I think a big thing physical format in general is important for bands yeah especially oh, sure. to play live because it gives people something to buy and that's kind of like our importance of the live show is inspiring someone to say I like this band I'm going to buy your right. album right now yeah. and it's like oh here's a download card yeah, go yeah, home yeah. tomorrow wake up with your yeah. hand over type in this yeah. code and get the music and it's like that no one's going to do that and having the artwork on the album too is like for sure. it's such a oh, part yes. of it too sure. right yeah, they're just having it like oh, digital I, cards. It's just not. We've been going over. We've been doing album artwork, yeah. of course, with the release. Yeah. And I, I mentioned in in that process that I bought albums based on the artwork. For sure, yeah, yeah. That maybe the music isn't quite yeah. something that I would like, but the music made me buy that album. Right, that's good. So hopefully you guys have artwork. That yeah, people. yeah, artwork. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
let's uh, maybe just remind everyone when the release show is happening, and then uh, how they can find out find the release if they're not able to go to the show or over the tour. Okay, so April twenty first, Handsome Daughter, uh, probably doors at like nine or something yeah, like that. Cool. Uh, and so we got Space Butt, we got Tusk, we got us. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, we you can contact us through Facebook, probably through Instagram as well for tickets. Yeah. Um, probably have some at the door, so but they're they're twice the price. They go up to ten bucks, so you definitely want to jump on the early price. Actually, twice the price. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're, yeah, we're five, five five advance, yeah. wow. ten at the door. It's usually, it's like eight advance. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm at at Silence Kit Band right. on Instagram, and I believe Facebook is also Facebook.com/slash Silence Kit Band. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well. Yeah. And, and if you're at Twitter, we have a Twitter too. We don't use Twitter that much, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm on Twitter a lot, yeah. I don't tweet. Yeah. We just no. send out oh, just, all the, <laughs> the Instagram <laughs> posts, just go there. Right, right. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. pretty much, yeah. And then I guess if people want to hear the album, it'll be Bandcamp is probably the best way to do it once yeah. it's out? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, until we figure out what we're going to do else for, what else we're going to do for digital stuff. Okay. But okay. you'll see the announcement if you already follow us on right, right. social okay. media. What's the Bandcamp uh, link? Uh, I'll throw it up on the, our page too, but if you're not a fan of Silence Kit Winnipeg. Sorry, WPG. WPG. Okay. Silence Kit yeah. WPG. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And will it be, I don't know if you know this yet or not, but will it be available in local stores too once it comes out? Like, is the physical... Uh, we've, got, we've talked to we've some got, of the yeah. stores. We've so. talked to a few. Uh, I've, I've got some consignment paperwork from uh, Into the Music and Music Trader. Cool, cool. Those are probably the main two. I know yeah, there's a couple others yeah. kicking around that may or may not. And I, I only ask as a shut-in who never goes to shows, <laughs> but, likes, <laughs> but likes to obtain as much local yeah. music as possible. Yeah, it's very good to know. Yeah, good to know to be at stores. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, people should definitely check out the uh, the release show. They should check out your, your stuff online. Um, go to the tour if you're going to be if you're not in Winnipeg. Yeah. And if you like this show, you can go to witchpolice.com, click on podcasts, and there's 220 some of them there uh, for free download streaming. The whole archive is uh, available to check out if you want to perhaps see some of the other local bands that these guys may have. I don't know if we played with or, or been influenced by or, or whatever. And uh, do that. Uh, we're also on UMFM on Sunday nights at midnight, which is the best possible time to listen to radio. <laughs> and yes. uh, those are older episodes. UMFM uh, picked up the show after it had already been a podcast for a few months. So there's a bit of a delay, but it's kind of cool because it gives people a second chance to hear about something mm-hmm. they may have missed the first time. Uh, you I mean, you can always go back and download it, but if you forgot about it, oh, hey, it's on this episode is playing so there the CD will already be out so you, people can hear Perfect. it for just going by the <laughs> go buy it so yeah um, also we uh, you know we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that basically type in Witch Police uh, and it's gonna be this <laughs> so not really anything else that has that you. name and if you if you like the show and you want to support it we have a Patreon page and the whole goal of that is basically like a tip cup if you like what we're doing the show will always be free to download and stream and hear on the radio and the archives will always be free but if you feel like contributing, you can you know give us like a dollar a month or something, and that goes towards eventually getting better equipment, fixing the website, and uh, just generally improving the show. Um, we've been doing it since 2012. I say we, it's mostly me, but occasionally other people have <laughs> But 2012, and it's still going, and it'll go on until like probably forever. <laughs> so it'll be there, but you know we encourage yeah. people to check it out if they, if they want to help us. It's at uh, patreoncom please. But yeah, that's that's all I got. So thanks a lot for having me. Thanks. So cool. Much. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much.